today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or you just think it would be way cool to have your own talk show. I promise you, podcasting is an easy, fun, and inexpensive way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and the best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Just think, within minutes of finishing your recording, you would be able to upload and list your show on multiple major podcast directories, such as Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and more. I promise you, podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you to succeed. So come join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out into the world. And when you follow the link in the show notes, it lets Buzzsprout know I sent you to them. And you will get a $20 Amazon card when you sign up for a paid plan. So go ahead and get started expressing yourself with your own podcast show. Grand Risings and Running Family, and welcome back to our Joy in the Midst of It All podcast show. I am your host, Amina Amarachi. Well, family, since you last tuned in, our family has been blessed with a new arrival, a new family member, my second nephew. It was a blessing to be present for his arrival. He and his brother look like twins at birth, yet they are years apart in age. All are well, praise God, and congrats to our sister, brother-in-love, and both families. Now, let's continue our journey. The journey of caregiving is one filled with twists, turns, surprises, and awe-inspiring moments. You know, moments that take your breath away, that bless you with a good old loud belly laugh, like, I'm going to have to call you back, hog moths kind of laughter, and leave you basking in the experiences I like to call signs and wonders, W-O-N-D-E-R-S, or in the case of caring for a loved one journeying through Alzheimer's, signs of wonderings. W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-S. Today's episode, Signs and Wonders or Wanderings. The year, 2010. The date, I believe the month was May. And I think it was on a Sunday, the last day of our my first maternal family reunion that I'd attended since returning home to care for our dad. The scene. Sunday afternoon. After taking our final family photos, you know, the ones you take before you disperse after reunion. We enjoyed taking photos with our 105 year old cousin. Cousin Barbara Smith Waters. I was blessed to have been by her side just four years later in July of 2014 down at the home place when she reached down and picked up a pebble from the ground. I instinctively knew 
that she knew it would be her last time attending a family reunion at her grandparents' home place. That was truly a sign indeed. She joined our other ancestors the following May of 2015. Cousin Barbara was another one of those wonder-filled Renaissance women, you know, that I was blessed to be in communion with. Cousin Barbara, now you and Cousin Willa May can keep on cutting up. Rest in power-filled peace, cuz. The Story While caregiving for an elder who is journeying through Alzheimer's, many possible scenarios ran through my head. Will he experience sundowning, you know, thinking that it's daytime when it's actually nighttime? Would he become agitated due to exhaustion because of his daily activities or the mental churning, confusion, and disorientation building up in his mind? Would he start pacing at night or want to leave the house thinking that it's time for him to go to work, even though he's been retired for years? Each of these were a way of making some sense of his constantly pivoting mental and physical abilities and world. I wondered, how would I know when he was sundowning after a full and tiring day of my own? How would I best navigate his care while maintaining his dignity? And many other considerations. Additionally, I wondered whether we would still be able to enjoy our family outings and activities that we had grown up enjoying with our parents. You know, putt-putt, skee-ball, air hockey, singing, dancing, bowling, to name a few. Luckily for us, our daddy didn't experience any major sundowning, and we were able to enjoy many of our favorite pastimes, up until his walking gait shifted and his mental and physical coordination began to wane. Up until that juncture in his journey, our dad enjoyed himself a good old electric slide line dance, pedaling on a stationary bike, walking the indoor community center track, chatting it up with his friends at Agilon, and singing to our favorite gospel jams. Thank you, Marvin Sapp, Regina Bell, and so many others. On a side note, there are between five to seven identified stages along the Alzheimer's journey. And you will witness many signs that lead you to wonder whether your loved one has transitioned, i.e. wandered, into the next stage of their Alzheimer's journey. Yet, hmm, stay tuned for a story that was filled with signs and wonder, a.k.a. awe that we were blessed to be able to experience firsthand with our daddy later that Sunday afternoon. Can someone say road trip? Yeah. (laughs) Another one of our family's favorite pastimes. Now for our first spotlight moment. Spotlight moment number one. Today's first spotlight moment sings the praises of Miss Naomi Feel, F-E-I-L. Miss Field blessed caregivers with the validation method. Her method was birthed out of her own personal life experience and practice as a young child, spending a great deal of her childhood growing up with elders as friends and neighbors in a nursing home. Her gift of connection, empathy, 
and insight into the world of elders on the journey has blessed our world with a way in which we too can better connect, empathize, and enjoy a blessed relationship with those in our care. If you would like to see a video and learn more about Miss Field and the validation method, check out the show notes for all related links. All rights are reserved by Miss Naomi Field and the Validation Institute. Please share it with your loved ones who are caring for elders on the journey. Better yet, register for one of their training courses and then implement the technique with the one you are caring for. Thanks, Miss Naomi Feel, for being a blessing. Now back to our show. Welcome back, family. Now, as a caregiver for an elder journey through Alzheimer's, I had the privilege to listen to our daddy's back down memory lane stories sometimes. Once, twice, three times or more. In any given few moments. Now, I know that oftentimes a tired, stressed out and head barely above water caregiver might feel some kind of annoyed way after hearing the same old story over and over and over again. Well, on this beautiful afternoon, we all took a road trip down to our daddy's former college. I started to say his alma mater. However, since he was drafted going into his senior year, I chose to say his former college. The reason for our road trip was that our daddy repeatedly spoke of his time working for Mr. B.J. James. B.J. James owned a store right outside the campus of our daddy's college. While attending college, daddy worked for Mr. James. And he has often wondered over the years what became of him and the store. So... We decided to go find out for ourselves, for our daddy. Upon arriving on the college campus, we witnessed our daddy light up with an excitement that was reminiscent of a child opening a gift to see their favorite wish for toy. Now, for an elder on a cane with a gate and on the journey, all of that went right out the window for our daddy. We had barely stopped the car when upon seeing the college marquee, he jumped out of the car, left his cane behind, and shuffled up the hill to stand near the school marquee. Now, in his excitement, let's just say a wardrobe change would be needed afterwards. Yet, Daddy didn't care. He was back on a campus that, for him, held bittersweet memories. He had not been able to complete his college studies due to being drafted and life happening. So, with the exception of taking us to visit the campus as kids, he hadn't really been there since he was 21 years young, and he was now 73 years seasoned. After taking his photos standing by the sign, we gave ourselves a tour of the campus. He was in awe. We could see the wonder in his eyes and the sense of joy and calm and peace rising up in his heart as we went from building to building across the campus, just exploring. And not once did he tire out. Afterwards and before night fell, he again asked about Mr. B.J. James. 
So we drove around town and came across an elder who was near dad's age that worked down near the harbor who just so happened to know what happened to DJ James and his store. We watched as our daddy soaked in every detail that his peers shared with him about how Mr. and Mrs. James's store was not sustained and eventually closed and that they both had passed on. What happened next was like icing on a road trip cake. This gentleman informed us that when the college decided to extend its campus boundaries, which bled over into the area where the store had been, they chose to honor Mr. B.J. James by naming a street sign after him right at that corner. So, back to the campus we went. Dusk was upon us with a four-hour return road trip awaiting after a very long yet exciting day. We found the street with Mr. B.J. James's street sign. We asked Daddy to pose under the sign. We took his photo, then we got back into our car and headed home. Now, I'll let you in on a little secret, a revelation, a sign of wonder that happened for me on our family road trip. A sign that pivoted how our daddy spoke of that particular memory thereafter. Once our daddy received an ending to his story, he never again brought up the initial repetitive questioning story ever again. And upon returning home, he excitedly told everyone, all the folks, the ending of the story for Mr. B.J. James. Yes, our daddy, who was journeying through Alzheimer's, remembered everything his peers shared with him and then shared it with others. Interestingly enough, Daddy only shared it once at any given time. And after about a month or so, he didn't even share the ending of the story anymore. You're wondering why? Because he'd received closure. His spirit, heart, and mind were resolved and at peace. Now, how's that for signs and wonders? My reflections. Signs along the journey serve many purposes. They can alert you to a shift occurring with the one you're caring for as well as yourself. Signs can signal unexpected new moments of laughter, filled tears, releasing and healing joy. Signs can alert you to challenges that a loved one or yourself may be experienced that require additional outside support. Be willing to seek support ASAP. Signs can also trigger an impromptu road trip that not only makes for new lasting memories, yet also brings closure for your loved one. My insight, instead of seeing a loved one's repetitive repetition of a memory as a nuisance, consider it as an unhealed experience, if it was traumatic, or an incomplete story, which was our dad's case. That needs closure in order to calm your loved one's spirit, heart, and mind, and thus making it both a smoother journey for you both going forward. 
The repetitive story, whether from a child or an elder or anyone in between that you're caring for, is just one other way that they have chosen to trust you enough to ask you for your help with trying to make sense of their inner workings and the glitches occurring in their own mind and in their own world, especially if they're on the journey. Because whether or not they can adequately put their finger on the words to express how they're feeling, intuitively, they sense that parts of themselves are slipping away. Now, it's time for our next spotlight moment. Our next spotlight moment is for Reverend Milton L. Mays, M-A-Y-S. Pastor Mays was our daddy's pastor while he was on the Alzheimer's journey. Pastor Mays brought comfort, familiarity, and joy to our daddy just by visiting him when dad was a resident at a health rehabilitation center. Talk about signs and wonders. Reverend Mays sat down with daddy as if they were back home at the home church and sang old hymns. They enjoyed a good devotion. We are blessed to have a video of Reverend Mays and our daddy who used to lead devotional at the church just like his daddy, uncles, and cousins had most of his life and as an adult before he started his Alzheimer's journey. They enjoyed hymns. They enjoyed a devotion service. They enjoyed each other's company together. Bless your heart and rest in peaceful power Pastor Milton L. Mays, your visit done his spirit good in ways you'll never know. Or you may know now since you're both chilling out together. Now back to our show. Here are my takeaway tip, tool, and toss. My takeaway. Take a moment when you are well rested and refreshed to listen to the stories of your loved ones, children, elders, and everyone else in between. With a spirit, heart, and an ear for A, why might they be trusting you enough to share it with you? B, what resolution are they seeking by repeating the story? And C, how might you be able to support them in realizing that resolution? The tip for this episode, embrace both the wonders and the wanderings of your loved one. Both have gifts of awe, inspiration, and information to bring to the journey. Our tool for this episode, a video recorder. Handheld for us old schoolers, or a smartphone with enough memory for y'all new schoolers. Record your loved one sharing their story, then review the video. Pay attention to their demeanor for any kind of clues, cues, a.k.a. signs as wonders or of wondering, meaning confusion, agitation, searching, questioning, etc. Then use that information to inform yourself of what your next most appropriate and supportive step might be in helping them to bring closure to that memory, if it is at all possible. The toss. Take a road trip to a place that is of importance to them. If they are still able, whether it's local or long distance, if they're unable to travel, 
then put on a play for them that mimics a road trip. Be creative. As for loved ones on the Alzheimer's journey, they lose their short-term memory long before they lose their long-term memory. So, take a notebook, pen, tape recorder, batteries, of course, a cassette tape, and or smartphone, and document what you are blessed to learn about them while you're with them that you might never have had the privilege to be privy to before they began their journey. This information may be beneficial for your loved one's closure, for family history research, and for your own personal sanity as a caregiver. In closing, I'd like to take this time to thank you all, both my seasoned and my new followers, for spending your time with me on today's Joy in the Midst of It All journey. Now, take a moment to tap that button on your favorite podcast streaming platform to tune in, follow, subscribe, and rate the show. You may have to set up a username, password, and login to be able to get to the subscription, the rating, and so forth, depending on the service that you use. You will also receive updates when a new episode is released. We release an episode every second and fourth Thursday of the month. Okay, so go ahead and tag a family friend or a few if you know them and tell them one thing you have learned today or from any previous episode that will support you and maybe them in moving through the caregiving journey with more ease, no matter who or how God has chosen you to offer your gift of caregiving to. Then blaze a trail on over to my podcast website for the show notes, transcripts, and any links. And if your heart so desires, tip me what I like to call a cup of joe, a jolt of encouragement and support over at my buy me a cup of coffee website link. Understand, though, I do prefer tea. You will see the link in the show notes. I am your host, Amina, and I want you to be blessed and less stressed. Why? Because yours and their lives depend on it. Have a great day.